2: We welcome in Peter Labardi our good and longtime friend. Great times to be alive, Luke.
0: It's good. It's good. If he's you, good.
2: It, he's good. He's number one. Never mind. He's the best.
0: You make for 25, you sell for 325. Is good? Sorry. Don't uh, take your luck. Well, it's you, you set me up. So when, yes. you, when you put it on a tee, I'm going to hit it. This is the Rod Peterson show. Mmm,
2: it absolutely is. The mics are live. The mics are hot, as are our viewers and so are we welcome to the rp show everybody episode number 745 of your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show broadcasting live from the stage bar at Great eagle resort and casino live streaming on youtube today tell your friends listen live around the world streaming sports radio audio i see ted and red deer uh writes in. he says morning all first to hit the like button thank you ted i love the competition that you're in and congrats on being today's winner on that we got a great show big reason let's bring him in award-winning sports executive lee Genier, sports exec to the stars are you doing lee
3: fantastic
2: right what what makes you so fantastic today more than any other days oh because
3: like one i get to spend the day with you with, appreciate it and us talking sports yes what could be better
2: last night I don't even remember the name of the place, not because I was drinking, because I don't drink anymore. I don't remember the name of the place. What was the place we were in last night? Uh, 234 224? 722. Uh, seven, seven <laughs> two. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> area, what area code 722, folks? Somebody want to look that up? It was a place called 722. And Lee says, let's shake it up tomorrow. And I'm like, what exactly are, do you want to shake up? I said, I'm a little gun shy shaking things up anymore, because I've just been, you know, Cattle prodded, and shocked to death. What do you want to shake up today? Hey, man, you? let's talk about it all.
3: Let's talk about CFL, their rule changes. Let's talk about uh, game six of the Raptors. Today, yeah. What they need to do. Um, okay. As... as uh, the Canadian teams go into the NHL playoffs. Let's let's talk about it all. I smell
2: what you're cooking. Yeah. Award-winning sports executive Lee Genier with us. By the way, worked with the Flames, the Stampeders, NLL Executive of the Year. I actually have the NLL in my Quick 6. I know you're not afraid to talk about that. No. Uh, so uh, on the program, Corey Hirsch. Man, I'm excited to chat with Hirsch. Good buddy of mine. Uh, Vancouver Canucks radio color commentator just had his WHL career wins record broken as a goalie by Nolan Meyer of the Saskatoon Blades. Lots to get into with Hershey. And Tommy Wielden Jr. of Cavalry FC, Canadian Premier League Soccer. I got to tell you, Lee has built him up like he's like Paul McCartney or something, man. Uh, Big deal, huh? Yeah, just a great guy. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm really excited to get Tommy Wielden down here. Jr., So can you hit the quick stick show horn, please, Director Jordan, and then we'll go from there. Thank you. And then we'll go from there. And I appreciate everybody chiming in with their good mornings and so forth and their locations. It's awesome. Keep doing it. And we're not on Game Plus TV today, so you tell your friends that we're over here on YouTube having our party over here today if you want to tell everybody that we are live and let's go. Wednesday NHL leftovers. There are a lot of games. I'm not going to go through them all, but here's what you need to know. The Montreal Canadiens snapped the nine-game losing streak, beating the playoff-bound New York Rangers 4-3. Jeff Petrie scored his second goal of the game with 31 seconds remaining to put Montreal ahead for the fourth time and forge a victory in Winnipeg. Eric Comrie made 35 saves for his first NHL shutout in the Jets' 4-0 victory over the Philadelphia Flyers. I'm afraid to say it was a friends and family game. Only friends and family cared. Winnipeg's Kyle Connor had an empty netter and two helpers, put his season points total to 92. That's the most for any Jets since the team moved from Atlanta in 2011. And Lee, this is where I'm going to ask you your opinion. And the Vegas Golden Knights, Canada's team, were officially eliminated from the playoff contention thanks to a 4-3 shootout loss in Chicago, that toddle in town, and Dallas earning a point in a shootout loss to Arizona. Everybody's celebrating Vegas missing the playoffs. Have you seen social media? I have, and I don't understand why. You, I, I was love... hoping you had the answer. Yeah, what? About what? Why anybody would hate Vegas? I don't know.
3: Like, i mean they should you know what is uh, i've got friends who work for the organization it's always been a great story from the you know from from when they launched went to the stanley yeah. Cup final you should everybody should love them it's vegas it's vegas baby. i don't get it so i'm not sure why there's this hatred out there people go on twitter going i'm glad they missed it i'm going why get
2: your head out of your ass did you get a answer from any they don't have an answer why no. it's just you know that crest of perception oh the thing to do is hate vegas so we're gonna hate vegas i don't understand and i know that they're watching right now they tell me that they watch every day in the golden knights office and vegas is still our seventh highest city for viewership mm-hmm. number one in the united states i still haven't quite figured that out yet but they're watching because they're smart there There's they got pizzazz and schutzpah yeah except for this season and because it's my favorite team, I'll let them off the hook with the injury excuse because that's what they're using and purporting. But as a career sports guy, if if your team missed the playoffs, and you say you're the owner, and you call your guys and gals in, your leaders, and say, okay, why do we miss the playoffs? And they say, well, injuries, Mister Genier. What do you say?
3: Then you should have replaced them. You know, you had to bring in somebody else to fill that spot, and that's what your GM does and your scouts. So. You need to be on top of it because injuries are a part of every sports team. Every sports team.
2: And the winners prevail. I mean, there is something to be said. As a guy, well, I got a couple championship rings. You've got, what, six? Yes. There is a little to be said for the team that wins the championship, stayed the healthiest. That's a thing. There's no doubt about that.
3: Absolutely. Injuries play, you know, you can have your your quarterback. You know, Tom Brady goes down. A bit, and that's why I'm a big proponent of developing and having plan A, B, C, D in the background because you are going to have injuries, right?
2: Right. So uh, I I will let them off the hook because they're my friends and they're my favorite team. Most other teams I wouldn't let off the hook. You tell us in the comment section why you hate Vegas. I don't get it. Point two, the Boston Red Sox celebrated the return of manager Alex Cora by beating the Blue Jays 7-1 Wednesday night. Cora missed the past six games because of COVID-19 and Boston lost five of them. Xander Bogarts went four for four with four singles and a walk for the Red Sox while Michael Waka Waka earned his second straight win. 2.3. The Toronto Raptors will be looking to force a decisive Game 7 in their first-round playoff series with the Philadelphia 76ers tonight in Game 6 at Scotiabank Arena. Uh, Clark, I'm told you have the graphic from Bet Regal on the odds for this. Can you throw it up for this game and for the series as I continue to read this? The Raptors were down 3-0 to the Sixers but have nearly come all the way back as they've outplayed Philadelphia in their last two games, outscoring them 213-190 over that span. That's a lot. No team in NBA history has ever won a playoff series after going down 3-0. So just mosey on over to betregal.ca if you haven't got an account. Sign up today. Use the promo code RP22. And get 22 welcome dollars from our friends at Bet Regal, our exclusive betting partner. So you can bet on the Raps to come back and win this series. The odds still aren't great, but that's what's fun about it. And then tonight's game, the odds are a little more even. And so let's bring Lee in. And my guy, I was, I don't know if you are watching SportsCenter last night or not, or this morning, but I was. And Kate Burness is saying, Leo Routens, you better bring your earplugs tonight. Yeah. Or whatever night, uh, Thursday night because it's going to be rocket. that uh, is going
3: to be on fire tonight we going somewhere to watch it what are we doing absolutely wherever you want to go you're on tap time, it's your it's town gonna, hey man well you let me know we'll go someplace fun what's
2: happening tonight like who's who's winning tonight do you think
3: oh i think the raps here you know as long as they you know what what they have to do is really defensively play hard rebounds you know really cut off the passing lanes right because you know Spend a lot of time in basketball, and the rebounds are going to be huge, right? And uh, they just need to be aggressive, aggressive, aggressive all night. So because it, it is, you know, the, the Sixers are coming off a a little bit of a devastating loss last time. What are they thinking? Yeah. It's, they, they. There's some doubt in their mind. There's there got to be. For sure. It's You're down 3-2. You lose this, and now you're just back to even
2: money. You're, so, going, you're going home for game seven, and you've lost all the momentum. So, huge game six tonight. Have we got you sold yet? Um, join, I, Yeah, join yeah. Roddy and I. So. Yeah, well, we haven't figured out yet. Shoot us a text. We'll let you know where we're going tonight in Cowtown. I don't think I'm going to read the other NBA scores because the analytics show that it's a tough sell to get Canada ex- excited about the Raptors, let alone the other teams. The Bucks moved on. You know, the Golden State Warriors won last night, but they don't really seem to care. Why is it? that in Western Canada, the Raps have struggled to really catch hold. Well,
3: you know what? I, I think going back to 2019 winning championships, what I saw there was I saw, you know, cause we hosted some Jurassic parks um, all around the country and there was a lot of energy. Um, and I think once they get past this series, they win tonight, that will re-energize, I think people across Canada. Oh, they'll be in.
2: But yeah. so, hey, everybody's all just kind of paying attention they're just waiting to see right but with the blue jays we're really you, paying attention.
3: I mean, you've got so much going on right now. You've got the blue jays playing great. You have uh the Leafs going to playoffs. You got other Canadian teams, you got the Oilers, you got the Flames. So there's a lot going on in sport right now and in, heading heading towards CFL season.
2: 10, well, so. for sure and we got just to preface this for everybody, tell all your friends, the next segment will be very heavy on CFL talk. We'll get through the rest of this one on my other points because we're 18 days away from training camp and I feel like we're the only ones talking about it. But my guy, Mike Kelly, and you remember Mike Kelly well, has come out and to say shot shot his mouth off is not accurate. We made his quote look that way, but it was just the way Mike Kelly uh, says things about the rule changes. We'll get into that next segment and spend more time on it. Other things that I want to talk about, this is point four, junior hockey, because it is Canada after all. Up in Prince George, Taylor Gauthier made 29 saves to help the Portland Winter Hawks preserve a 2-1 victory over Prince George and complete the sweep in four. of That first-round series, elsewhere in the dub, the Kelowna Rockets beat the Seattle Thunderbirds 3-2 in overtime to avoid a sweep. The Saskatoon Blades avoided a sweep. They beat the Moose Jaw Warriors 5-3 at SaskTel Center. The Wheat Kings beat the Rebels 3-1. That series is 2-2, coming back to the century on Friday night for Game 5. The Prince Albert Raiders, my former team, avoided a sweep. They beat the Winnipeg Ice 3-1. And the Everett Silvertips took a 2-1 series lead over the Vancouver Giants with a 6-2 thrashing. Lee, you'll have a thought on this, and you'll be surprised why, maybe. Big controversy in Flimflon last night. Somebody threw a moose leg onto the ice in support of the hometown Bombers. Somebody from the rival Estevan Bruins scooped up that moose leg and took it. And after dropping the first two games of the SJHL championship series, the Flin Flon Bombers came back, held serve on home ice, scored a convincing 7-1 victory last night in Game Four. Series tied up 2-2. Oh, going back to Estevan for Game Five on Saturday night at Affinity Place. Now, where are you come in? Text this morning, and I'll put this way: It was signed by. I'm not going to say his name, but my not SJHL legend. A lot of you will know what that means. He says, Rod, please rant on the SJHL's lack of promotion slash marketing of this great league. Still not a word out of the SJHL regarding this classic league championship that's being played. This is embarrassing for the fans, the alumni and the future stars of the league. Not to mention we're hosting the Centennial Cup. He wants me to rant on it? I'm not gonna rant. I love the SJHL. They came to me four or five years ago to help them get the word out. But I'm not there anymore. I wrote a book on them for God's sakes. I love the SJHL. But what I wrote him back, Gibby and I said you you're you're lucky there even is a league you don't understand they got a staff of two they don't have any money for marketing no the, the media has been gashed from neck to navel so you don't have it on the supper newscast you don't have it in the newspaper hello it's sports in 2022 at that level or anything that isn't NHL NFL NBA MLB
3: here we are and I knew it was coming and now we're sitting in it yeah and the biggest story was the moose lake.
2: I'm, like where is the moose lake? Like some I don't wrote, know if they found like, it. How do you get a moose lake? People can like lose their life over fighting over this moose lake. You'd laugh. It's a big deal. I, it's SJHL S- legend. But what I'm saying is do you see these leagues that are crying and teams for attention? Yeah, and they don't have a budget to pay for advertising. Well, this is the conundrum they're in. So my phone blew up today about something with the Pats, and now the SJ and stuff with the CFL and the riders. And I'm like, ooh, ooh, if you haven't noticed, I'm out, not my problem. That's how I feel.
3: Yeah. And every, you know, all sports teams are a business first, and you got to promote your
2: business. If you don't promote your business, how do you stay alive? The focus is on this show and we're growing. Um, Last point on this, and as I say, the very next segment will be all CFL, NFL, because the draft starts tonight. But with one weekend of regular season play to go, several National Lacrosse League matchups have critical playoff impact this weekend. Georgia, Albany, and Philadelphia can all claim the final two spots. Colorado, San Diego, and Calgary have all clinched the three West Conference slots. Uh, and the playoffs will begin next weekend under the new expanded Chase for the Championship playoff format. The top four teams in the East, top three in the West, and one card team with uh, the next best record will qualify. Enough about that. Sounds like the Rush are out. They are. Okay, they're out? I didn't know they that. I, I missed the headline. That the Rush have missed the playoffs, and that sucks. But we have one minute. The Las Vegas expansion team, owned by Wayne Gretzky, Dustin Johnson, and Steve Nash, uh, Joe and Joe Tsai Yeah, he's the money, I guess he's the money guy. They announced their team, the Desert Dogs. The Desert Dogs, the Las Vegas Desert Dogs will begin play next December expansion team in Vegas. How do we feel about that? It's terrible. I I hate it.
3: As you know, I'm in the branding business. I hate it.
2: You came up with that logo on your chest right there. It's one of my favorite logos in sports. The Desert Dogs? Really? Like it's Vegas. You're playing off Vegas does it scream Vegas. Does it desert dogs? No, okay So if you had an expansion team in Las Vegas, what would you name it? That's what I want to ask the viewers too. tell me because I don't know but I'm a fan of Names like the wave the rush the mammoth the NLL's like that like nothing with an S at the end The shock the Spokane shock. I don't even know what they play or what league they're in But I know their name it would not be the Desert Dogs. I remember when the Vancouver Giants announced their team, Western Hockey League expansion team. I'm like, Giants? You get the New York Giants, the San Francisco Giants. How many other Giants? What? But whatever. Who am I? I'm just a dumb guy in front of the microphone. What would you have named them? Oh, man,
3: I could have won a million different ways. But What other- if you were barred from a gambling uh, connotation? You know, I mean, like the Golden yeah, Knights work. Yeah. I, and I mean, you have to look at it. It's Vegas, baby. You're playing off of one of the greatest energetic cities in the world. So you might do aces go, or stars. Well, or, I got a few other things, but you know you what? You want to
2: say? You don't want to say? No,
3: but, <laughs>
2: but desert dogs, desert dogs, come on. Don't cast your pearls to the swine. It says that in the Bible, and I'm sure you yeah. read that this morning. When yeah. we come back. CFL rule changes. NFL draft starts tonight. I've been talking to my NFL people this morning, and uh, they could be more excited about it. That's all coming up. This is the warm-up. You're watching the RP Show on normally the Game Plus TV network, YouTube live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com.
0: Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
2: We're live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. Hey, hello. That was quick. Uh, Well, I was going to say, you can catch the West Coast vibes. Yeah, no problem. Hey, it happens. Catch the West Coast beach vibes with one of the most influential rock and roll bands of all time. The Beach Boys dance and sing along to the best uh, hits of all time from that iconic band. One night only, July 28th. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. Lee Genier with me. Award winning sports executive. And uh, so just some names, which you clearly don't want to divulge. You don't want to give that intelligence, I can tell. Some on, names on, on, the- on,
3: on Vegas? I just won. I would have went with Las Vegas as opposed to Desert Dogs like you're branding Vegas right? Yeah.
2: Well they're saying let's let's hear it from the viewers the Vegas strip what's going on? Sound effects how about that? The Las Vegas the Las Vegas energy
0: spicy
2: from uh, William in Lloydminster the gambler's I'm sure that's what's out there <laughs> uh, from Ryan in New York, the Vegas Golden Corrals. Bingo! No. <laughs> uh, anyway, oh, the Vegas Neon Lights, the Vegas Silver Streak. I don't know, I would, I'd I'd like need, it. It didn't, how long would it have taken them to come up with desert dogs?
3: Five minutes? You know, yeah, well, apparently it was a fan contest. So, I'm just wondering, you know, did they take that from the fans and that was their best choice? I don't know. I mean, I, you could have went with Vegas Dogs, but, I mean, I I, I know they play in the desert, but... Yeah, we all know that. Like, it, it looks like they stole it from Arizona. The, lo- the face does, the logo. <laughs> I know, it's sad, it's sad, it's sad. Like, I like perf- personifying animals, you know, creatures. It's hard to p- personify thunder and... Tied or
2: whatever that, and make maybe. a mascot out of it or yeah. something like that. But so, uh, again, this is where his mind goes. My mind doesn't go there. I didn't spend two seconds Vegas thinking about Vegas Scorpions. Not bad, not bad. Well, there's the new indoor football league team there that my friend Mike Davis coaches, and uh, they're called the Nighthawks, owned by the Golden Knights. So, Vegas Scorpions, right there. They would boom. We think they missed the the mark. the, the Vegas flush? That ain't bad. I said, "How about the Vegas, the Las Vegas Rhinos, and sell the sponsorship to Spearmint Rhino?" (laughs) Never been. Um, The Las Vegas Treasures. There's an exotic. What do you call it, gentlemen's club? Yes, sir. Called. (laughs) Never. I've never been. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, you're not interested. I'm usually when
3: in church. On. I'm in Vegas.
2: People, uh, (laughs) you're on your knees. Um, Yeah, people chiming in with thoughts on last night's NHL play. We covered that way back at the start. Chop, chop, show up. Coffee starts at 10 a.m. Mountain. We can't go back. We don't. So, moving on. Lee says he wants to spice it up. I think we already have, but we'll continue doing that. So, the CFL comes up with their rule changes and God bless them. Uh, they did it with 10 minutes left in our show yesterday It gave us just enough time to do a little analysis on their nine rule changes and uh, Listen, I'm trying to be the positive guy We've got partnerships coming forth with sponsors that love the CFL with the CFL itself some teams I'm trying to be positive. So I'm like these moves weren't earth-shattering not going to four downs not eliminating the Rouge They were small ish tweaks when you say well yeah i mean moving the hash marks like that's probably the
3: biggest the one. biggest one that seemed to come up my my only issue is why so late in the game right i mean i've got some you know some cfl coaches of last night chatting with them and they're going mad because everybody's got to learn these guys are trying to prepare for the season and I you know and i love okay they're at least trying to make some moves but again coaches players everybody commentators got to learn all this you know what what's it mean to the game right how does it sell tickets at the end of the day I think is probably the best way is how does it improve their business operations does it make the game better I think a lot of people like the game I know you know the theory of moving the hash uh, the hash marks is to open up the field but realistically going back you just had you know when you were lined up on the line um, you know, your players, whether you line up to the strong side or the weak side, you still
2: they were still in play. So, yeah,
3: making it easier for the kickers.
2: Well, we no. had a, I guess, we had a sponsor here yesterday, and it's awesome to get another perspective. I worked in the league twenty years. You were were you twenty? Right on yeah. twenty. And we look at it differently than Joe Fan. And she said, "I just want to go to the games, drink, and have fun," <laughs> yeah. and that has nothing to do with what was announced yesterday. She's like, I don't care if they start from the 35 or the 40 after a field goal, really? They narrow the hash marks, she felt she wouldn't even notice. So my point is Mike Kelly, the former head coach of the Blue Bombers, offensive coordinator Edmonton, former quarterbacks coach with the Philadelphia Eagles, he wrote into our website today, rodpeterson.com, with a comment on today's commentary, he said, none of these rules are necessary. None of these changes were necessary. And he went on to say, the problem with the league is what we all know. Business, marketing, selling tickets. And somehow this thought popped into my head of rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. Some say picking the drapes. It doesn't matter. It's not, it's not what's important. And that's how I feel about it. And clearly Mike, Coach Mike Kelly does. But the thing is, and a lot of people in the league are upset, as he said, about the lateness of the announcement. They didn't find out until we all found out they're upset about that so coaches are scrambling today
3: now they're scrambling because they got to rewrite their playbooks and that's okay it'll put them it's it'll it'll make the game i don't know if it's gonna make the game better the game was great i thought Well, that's so that's an interesting statement there because you're you know you're making these changes late late going into training camp you know you're 18 days away from training camp and you know what's it going to do for the game other than maybe upset a lot of people maybe i would have looked at them for 2023
2: so yeah what would have been the difference why not wait oh and well and furthermore some stadiums are going to have the new hash marks stitched in some are going to have them painted on it's pretty late to be doing all of that stuff but that's not this is a league that changed its logo two days before the Grey Cup. ba Ba-dum-bum. Can you hit that one, guys? And we know for a fact that they were scrambling on a frozen field in Winnipeg to take off the old logo and put on the new one. So, foresight, not necessarily the CFL's jam. So, there's that. Hey, you can sprinkle in with your comments on what the Las Vegas NLL team should have been called instead of the... Desert dogs. I've got the Black Arrows, the Vegas Gold Rush. That's not bad. Not bad. But there is a rush already. So there's the Green Rush and the Gold Rush. Jennifer from the four season says, uh, well, she said Gold Rush, but she also says Diamond Dogs. I think Moose Jaw's got the uh, patent on that. There was a baseball team called the Diamond Dogs, the old Pro League. Man, was that a lot of fun. Um, Don and Mitchell. Don Mitchell. Well, I guess we'll get to the bottom of this. Here come the CFL fans. I told you, this is the segment that you wanted to be tuned in for. Don, Let's our, get at it. Yeah, well, Don, our Navy fan says, what about the sewn-in line markings in Regina, Calgary, and Montreal? Again, they're not going to move because they still play amateur football in those stadiums, What they're going to paint on, right? Yeah, they're going to paint on the new ones. They're going to paint them on. And they're going to look like, it's going to be a little busy. Like we needed more markings on the field and lines in the CFL.
3: Yeah, and that's what I'm talking about. This eleventh hour. Hmm. I'm a planner.
2: I like time. Well, it would be nice. Don in the same guy. Don Mitchell says Ottawa has a plan to replace the north stands in arena with a 67s place. This looks amazing. Come on, Calgary, you can both replace the Saddledome and upgrade slash replace McMahon Stadium, whatever happened to come hell or high water. Well, number one, Ottawa has been talking about it for a year, haven't started yet. So let's applaud them when it's done. And two, this stadium debate in this town of Calgary comes up like every day. Oh, well, because it's old. We're in Calgary, man. We're one of the
3: richest cities in Canada. And we have the oldest stadium
2: the league by a long shot well it's 200 years old john lynch calls it the atana club atana all talk and no action the atana club john frenzy Bingo! atana yeah it's the all talk and no action club let's when is there going to get some action done i mean guys aren't privately showing up to write checks
3: no there is no in in the future sight of any new development there at all
2: not happening no so, as I said to Greg uh, Peterson the other day, they need a salesman. They need somebody pushing it, and it doesn't seem like anybody is. Darren in Utah watching says, Rule changes this late, and with no testing period, puts coaches and players in a bind. Seems to be a distraction to keep attention from the real issues the CFL faces. As I said, re-ar- rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. i got to spend a minute on this before we bring in Corey Hirsch, our next guest, Lee, and that is the NFL draft is it begins tonight uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, it goes, actually, we'll probably spend more time on this next hour, but I was talking to Zig today from NFL radio in New York. Yeah. And he's like, there's no buzz with this draft NFL and no buzz. You wouldn't think would be said in the same sentence.
3: Yeah. And I'd have to agree. There is no buzz. Cause you know, you look at Nashville a couple years ago, 600,000 people just in the streets for the party. Um, I'm not sure why there's not because NFL does it really well. And, um, just know, being gonna, in Vegas alone,
2: you'd think there'd be some buzz.
3: Yeah, you should build it up. Like I said, it's 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 a great opportunity, right? To always put your brand out there and just
2: create more excitement, right? Because yeah, you're in Vegas. Well they're having it. The draft's gonna happen. The question is, will you be watching on television? All of Canada I would hope is gonna be watching the Raptors. By the way, the Blue Jays game is an afternoon game. Uh three oh seven Eastern. Yeah. Yeah, one oh seven our time. They, they moved it to oh because atomic. of the raptors yeah that makes atomic. sense yeah i'd love to know what the rating split was which incidentally you're a marketing guy from way back remember when we used to get the ratings do you yeah. ever see them anymore i don't see them anymore
3: they times went, have changed a lot have went down but yeah i used okay. to get them i used to get everything sent and scraped Some
2: we can't find them anywhere Look, Lee will be back in hour two, along with Tommy Wilden Jr., head coach and general manager of Calvary FC from the Canadian Premier League. That's in hour two. But next, Corey Hirsch of the Vancouver Canucks radio crew. You're watching the RP Show. We're live from Grey Eagle Resort and Casino, Game Plus TV, YouTube live streaming, and, of course, 24 hours sports radio at rodpeterson.com. broadcasting live from the gray eagle resorting casino by the way the master of redneck comedy jeff foxworthy coming to the gray eagle event center saturday may 28th actor writer producer and former host of are you smarter than a fifth grader jeff foxworthy's hilarious show can't be missed tickets available at ticketmaster.ca we are broadcasting live from the stage bar here at gray eagle live audience just off camera you can't see them we're excited to talk some hockey with one of my favorite guys, Medicine Hat Alberta's Corey Hirsch. Cam Loops Blazer Veteran AJHL vet with the Calgary Canucks and in the NHL with the Rangers, the Vancouver Canucks, Dallas Stars and Washington Capitals. Hershey, how you doing, my man?
1: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How's our connection? Do you hear me good? Are we are we doing all right?
2: You look and sound fantastic, which is no surprise I to fantastic. me. You. <laughs> you're good <laughs> listen man i'm going straight into this i never thought your career career wins record as a goaltender in the dub would go down i never did and it did uh, courtesy yeah. nolan meyer the blades an exemplary gentleman a tremendous goaltender obviously um what were your thoughts with him breaking your long held record for wins in this great league
1: i was excited for him i i, actually, I uh, I sent a, a couple of tweets out, but then I also I called him after he broke it. Um, and I, I'm glad somebody somebody did. That's 30 years, man. 30 years I held that for. That's pretty cool. And, and um, it, you know, I I thought it was great. I thought it was a great thing. Uh, I'm happy for him. I hope he gets an opportunity. Uh, that's you know really what I'm hoping. He's uh, he's undrafted. I hope somebody gives him a chance because that's a that's a tough thing to do. That's not uh, you know to get
0: wins like that. So I'm really happy for the kid. Um, like I said,
1: somebody out there, give him a chance. You know, at least take a look at
2: him. Yeah, oh, I I can't believe it hasn't happened yet. But good is good. He'll play. He's not small. But it's interesting what you say about the records because uh, Rick Vives' record went down, obviously to Austin Matthews. Theo's yeah. rookie scoring record in Moose Jaw went down. Uh, you know, so it's, it seems to be a year for that, man. It happens in threes because tells me the state of hockey is in a pretty good shape, Corey.
1: It, it, I think it is. I think there's more and more skill. I think they've done things to open up the game. Um, I, I think players coming in are so much more skilled. See the goalies got better and then, uh, they, they changed their equipment. They changed, they got coaching, um, so the players have to adjust now. Now they have to get better. They have to get more skill and then learn how to score goals on goalies because uh, obviously goals were down and the, the league wants them up a little bit more for more excitement. And we're seeing some big scores this year again, um, you know, nine, ten goals in some games. It's like back in the 80s. But this next generation of player is, like I said, it's going to be a special special group What they can do with the puck. Um, When I played, guys weren't allowed to do anything fancy or stick handling or all that, right? Guys would be all over you. Now it's encouraged, which is really
2: What is it like, by the way, As if uh, if I may, being an old school guy, I think you are, broadcasting these games every night with the way the game has changed? For all the things you just said, do you find yourself biting your tongue a lot or you just say, hey, I got to go with the flow because it's not the way it used to be?
1: No, I I like the way it is now. you know, when I look back, and, and I'm I'm not for
0: or against fighting or anything, whatever. I mean, whatever you decide or whatever you want to do. Um, but
1: here's the thing, too, is, is that it needed to – I got a lot of buddies that um, were fighters and got hit in the head a lot. Um, and we know what the ramifications are long-term now. And that it, it's not good. So I'm glad that they took some of the fighting out of the game and left – you know, at least so you can stand up for yourself. But as far as like the bench-clearing brawls and that, they they would just be stupid, right? You'd be everybody be fighting, and if you're getting beat up by somebody, and the refs were breaking up another fight, you just keep getting beat up. <laughs> so it never, you know, that stuff was ridiculous. Um, but as far as like the game, I, I find it more exciting. The only the only thing I, I don't, um, you know, that that I guess would bother me about today's game is is that I don't. I, I find that the hitting has been taken out. Of a lot of it and the head hits. Yeah. Take them out, get them out. But I I think now, um, you know, it's, it's, I think it is a body contact sport. Um, and I, I, that's probably the only thing that I would say is some games end up being no hitters and it's like playing on hot.
2: Yeah. What is your take on the Canucks season that, uh, they just, Ran out of time under Gabby or what? I know they like we're in Calgary. You gave the Flames a heck of a scare on Saturday night in that game, obviously. You called it. What's ahead for this Vancouver Canucks team?
1: Yeah. Uh I think they'll do a good job. I think Rutherford will do a good job. Um it's they, they got a lot of work to do. I, I think down the down the stretch it was a lot of smoke and mirrors. They they didn't play, you know, many playoff teams, and then once they did, it, you know, they played Minnesota Calgary and it was it was a, a bit of a beating. Um they had some guys injured um so they did great though from where they were to where they finished i mean it's pretty incredible uh and the guy that uh, you know they talk about um you know bruce boudreau but it's a lot of it's bradshaw too he's a great coach uh i wish someone would give him an opportunity to be a head coach because those two together bradshaw is a very smart man they've they implemented a better defensive system Um, But as far as, you know, they're just don't have enough depth, the Canucks. So they've got to get third and fourth line wingers that, um, you know, can make a difference. And their penalty kill at the start of the year was so bad that really ultimately that was their downfall. The penalty kill was, I think they finished 31st in the league or they are right now um, in penalty kill. So your special teams are are a huge part of it. So that's something they'll work on for next year too.
2: Well, it's... Really interesting that you say that. And I've listened to some of the games. Obviously, you do a tremendous job, and you don't bite your lip a lot. I think that's why you're in that role, but I know how tough it is. But I saw them play in Edmonton, and uh, I'm like, they're playing so bad. This was before the change. It's hard to tell whether this team is even good or not. You know what I mean? Because they're playing so
1: bad. Those games were not fun to call. (laughs) They're really not. Like, people think that. Like, I would, I would love to call a Stanley Cup run for a, for an NHL team, especially the Canucks. Um, and yeah, it was. those wasn't even fun to call. But you know what, people, it, I always believe in. You know what? Be firm but fair, and never malicious. Right? Never malicious. Because I know how hard it is to play the game. But you got to be honest. Right? You're not fooling anybody uh, by by sugarcoating things or or, or right. It's you got to be honest when a player's playing great. Hey, you give them all the credit in the world and you, you, you you know, you pump their tires and you tell them, you know, you on the air and how great they're playing and, and when they're playing poorly, you know, but like, again, not be malicious, you have to let people know, Hey, he's not playing well, or this person's not uh, missed a check or something because fans that you can't treat people like they, you know, like you're trying to snow them over, but never malicious, never, ever, ever. And uh, you know, I, I'm, it was a tough start, but now down the, down the stretch, I mean, we were calling games that meant something. We didn't think there was going to be any that meant anything down the stretch back in December.
2: Jason in Red Deer with a question. He says, Corey, do you think Bruce Boudreaux sticks around next year or will the Canucks look at other coaching options?
1: Uh, but I, you know, why, why would you bring in somebody else with a job that this guy's done? Um, I think that would be, then you're bringing in somebody you don't know again. So, you know, you you get somebody in that that you know that's done a good job, he should be rewarded. Uh, I believe he's got an option on that contract. I don't know if it's the Canucks option or his. Uh, I believe it's the Canucks. I don't know the ins and outs of the deal completely. But um, my impression is is that he'll want to stay and that the Canucks will want to stay. I think the media has kind of made something of of him leaving or the Canucks looking for another coach. I, I don't see that at this point um why would you he did a fantastic job he's got a good record I I think he'll be back um but you know stranger things have happened in the National Hockey League
2: oh yeah I'm seeing the reports too I'm seeing him linked to other coaching vacancies but as you know you've been around the game a long time owners don't want to make changes GMs don't want to make changes that's why they hung Uh, on to the last crew so long they'd rather not make changes right so yeah he's done a great job Hershey, last one, uh, you're a, you are a tremendous mental health advocate, and uh looks like you're out traveling to the island on the weekend, if I'm mis- not mistaken. Uh, how are things going in, in that realm, and what's new in that world yeah. for you?
1: No, thank you for bringing it up. That's why we, I have to go do a talk this morning so I couldn't spend more time with you right now. So. Um it's it's I'm speaking a lot, which is good, which means people are open and receptive. But the other side of it of my speaking though is, is that means people are struggling, right? That companies are struggling. So I, I speak to corporations, I speak to kids, whatever. Um so it's going good in the sense that I'm speaking a lot for me. Uh we're getting the word out, but it just tells me that a lot of people, companies, they're struggling with their employees, right? So I go in, I tell a little bit of my story, but I try to educate also on mental health. So we're getting better. Um, people are starting to reach out. Now we have to find ways to get them to the help and find them to the help. But uh, I have a, a podcast with the Players Tribune called Blindsided.
0: And um, we've had Kurt Warner, Bubba Watson, Kevin Love. I've had Paul Biznet
1: on. And it's mental health-based. It's basically my story. And then guys that have come out the other side doing pretty well. And it's all that in hopes that somebody hears a story out there. Uh, and says, hey, if Kurt Warner can go get help or Paul Bissonnette, I can too.
2: Well, the stuff that you're putting out is just absolutely fantastic. So I thank you for your work in it. You are a shining example of what's possible, uh, Corey, and what people have been through, right? And it starts with telling somebody, it starts with you. So good luck with that talk, man, and keep in touch. I'm following everything you do. Big fan.
1: You know, I love being all of this, so anytime, my friend.
2: Thanks, Hershey. Have a great day. Thanks. The great Corey Hersh, Vancouver Canucks radio color commentator from Sportsnet 650. We've got Taco Time viewer takeover coming up next. It is a uh, burrito full thursday at taco time buy one get one half off at the over 120 locations across canada we'll be right back you are watching the rp show game plus television youtube live and if you missed any of the show you can catch it on the podcast wherever the best podcasts are found including apple stitcher and spotify
0: have you subscribed to the rod peterson show youtube channel yet head to youtube.com slash the rod peterson show now
2: live and coming down the pipe from great eagle resort and casino it is the rp show by the way i don't have a rod's rant today for bronco plumbing and heating lee genie kind of ranted earlier on there you go but if i did it's brought to you by bronco plumbing and heating find everything you need to know about our services financing product information and more at broncoplumbing.com maybe the rant Brought to you by Mike Kelly, Coach Mike Kelly today, the former head coach of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, who said none of these CFL coaching, or sorry, rule changes were necessary. None of them. And it's similar to what Mark Tressman said. These are just distractions from the real issues facing the CFL. But I don't, I don't have it in me to rant on that. They got to figure it out, and they're not. By the way, I'm not joking. I cannot live without Tough Tribe for Men. It is uh, promotional consideration for the RP shows, brought to you in part by Tough Tribe for Men. The best, creates the best flow in the league. Contains aloe vera, botanicals, and antioxidants, traditionally known for their scalp and hair benefits. We're part of the clean beauty industry. Welcome to Clean Beauty for Men, available today at toughtribeformen.com and Amazon Canada. I'm not sure, did we award the prize packages? Don't tell me now, tell me in the break. And we'll tell you who won the two prize packages that we're going to send out. And if you didn't win, you can always order yours at toughtribeformen.com. That's the number four, toughtribeformen.com. It is taco time, viewer takeover. I'm uh, jumping in to the chat. I appreciate Jennifer at the Four Seasons. Are you at work yet, Jennifer? Did you have the Canada game on? She writes in and says, too bad our Canada boys lost out this morning in overtime. Never got to see the game. I got the notification from TSN that it was on. I think the game started at 7:30. I was down in the gym here at the Grey Eagle watching something else. Must have been Sportsnet connected, catching the highlights from last night. I wasn't interested in watching a round robin game of the World Under 18s. Uh, from Aaron B. on YouTube, he says, "Hey Rod, Garth Brooks is coming to Edmonton this summer. Are you going to be around to see the show? What's the date?" It can't be anywhere around the World Juniors, I wouldn't think. Where's he playing? Because we plan, it sounds like, to be in Edmonton for the World Juniors. And if it works out that Garth Brooks is there at the same time, I'm all over it. I've seen him several times. Saw him in Craven in 1991. Saw him in Saskatoon in about '08. i I'd be uh, down for an Edmonton show. Jason in Red Deer. Last minute of play. In hour one, last minute. Jason in Red Deer says, Rod, did I miss an announcement yesterday about where the show is going next? Nope. You didn't miss anything. We didn't announce anything. You didn't miss anything, Jason. Thanks for asking, however. Uh, From Tad in Red Deer, who pays the local media guys, the station or the team? My guess is the station and thus the sponsors. Just a guess, though. Uh, It's different everywhere, Ted, but I appreciate the question. Mm -mm -mm. Jason in Winnipeg, or Jeff in Winnipeg, burrito full. I see what you did there. Buy one, get one half off at Taco Time in the over 120 locations across Canada, today only. Lee Genier back in here next hour. Tommy Wilden Jr. from Cavalry FC and more of you. Stick around, everybody.